You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Woo-hoo! Welcome to Earth Station One, a weekly podcast dedicated to all things sci-fi, fantasy, and much, much more. Sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Earth Station One podcast. That's right, folks. We are back, and I should say, happy holidays! That's right. It's the annual holiday gift guide, and we actually timed it right this year that we're actually doing it before Black Friday and Thanksgiving here in the United States. And, you know, if we wanted to do it for Thanksgiving in Canada... Well, that would have just been in October sometime. So I just, that wouldn't have worked. And, you know, so I thought it was pretty awesome that we get to talk about the gifts that we're going to be hopefully suggesting that you buy and everything. And these are all just suggestions, folks. Everyone has their own personalities. Everyone has their own tastes. But we found some really great gifts to talk about. And, you know, Mr. Mike is here with me. Let's say hey to Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy! And yes, happy holidays. I know it seems like we just got uh, over uh, trick-or-treating um, and uh, and all that stuff in October, but man, it goes by so fast. So uh, yeah, it's uh, time to start thinking about the holidays. I still have Halloween candy left, dude. Come on, you know? Of course you do. Of course. You know, it's like, you know, it's the bowls getting smaller and smaller what, every what do day. You think, <laughs> what do you think he gives out during the, when he goes to conventions? You know, like that, a, that stuff just sitting there for years. Five years old. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but people take it. It's free. So it doesn't. Of course, really, you know. of course they do. Exactly. You know, it's free candy. And, you know, it's, you know, it's get rid of it at the, at the cons. It's pretty darn awesome. So it's going to be a fun one to talk. And we got a great crew to talk all about it with us tonight. Let's welcome our crew here, of course, for tonight. Joining us once again, an annual tradition. Let's welcome Richard Yule to the show. Welcome back, Richard. Hey, guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah, last year I missed it because I blame Apple. Um, <laughs> but um, but I'm, I'm here and I'm very excited to talk about... Um, Gifts, because I love gifts. I know you and Zoom <laughs> just don't get along well at I all. I don't. Zoom is not my friend. It really is not. <laughs> no. And I'm still uh, old school with Skype, so. <laughs> you, know, you know, the 21st century is a nice place, Richard. It, you know, you might want to jump in with both feet. <laughs> and, of course, we have returning Mary Ogle. Hi, everybody. It is fantastic hey. to be here. Yay, Mary. It's hey. awesome to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm really looking forward to talking about some great gifts this year. I think this is what your fourth or fifth you've done with us. I have lost count yeah. <laughs> so many times. And it's awesome. You know, we have some great, great gifts, and it's going to be a ton of fun talking about it. And speaking of a ton of fun, returning once again to the show after a long absence is Mr. Mark Maddox. Hello. Oh, actually, I should say award-winning <laughs> artist Mark Maddox. Hello again. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, who is this? You know, who is that? I think Bobby Nash started that. I'm going to have to pop him next time I see him. The award-winning, the award-winning, the award-winning. Should I just go Rondo award-winning? You know, <laughs> multiple Rondo, Rondo award. Yeah, that's true. I've won some other stuff too. See, uh, see. 
playing coy. Uh, well, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk about this. This is going to be fun. And um, like I said, we're going to be talking all about gifts and stuff. And we'll be, you know, on we'll be having links in our show notes and such. So that way you guys at home can you know, check out the, all the gifts and we'll have it listed, uh, by we'll have like Richard's gifts, Mark's gifts, uh, Mary's gifts, Mike's gifts, Michael's, Mike Gordon's gifts. So each one of us will have the links for it. So that way you guys could participate too. And feel free to write in to feedback at earthstation1.com. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. What gifts do you guys have? You know, what kind of gifts do you want you know to get this year or what are you looking forward to and did we miss anything that you know is the hot gift this year or something so it should be a lot of fun to talk about and definitely love hearing from you guys about it also want to give a quick shout out to our friends over at patreon we have a great family of patreon listeners and we always get, try to get new stuff up there for you guys um we also have in the next week we're going to have the new episode of eso board silly will be coming your way i'm sure it's going to have a little holiday cheer who knows there might be some eggnog involved or something or at least apple pie to go with the season so you never know with ESO Board Silly. It's always just a ton of fun just to talk to everybody and everything. And that's an exclusive podcast available only to the ESO patrons. And you too can sign up to be an ESO patron for as little as a dollar a month. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash ESO network. Also want to give a really big howdy and holiday cheer to our friends over at Tifosi Optics. Tifosi Optical is a sunglass company based here in Georgia, and they have some amazing deals right now going for the holiday. And, you know, you can get sunglasses, you can get safety goggles, you can get blue light blocking glasses, you can even get face shields. It's pretty awesome what they have, and most of the stuff they do is custom-made for you. So don't think it's just stockpiled. They have tons and tons of stuff for you, and the prices are affordable. And even to make it even more affordable for you, if you put in the coupon code EarthStation1, yes, you can get 10% off your order. Not just off of one pair of sunglasses, folks. Off your whole order. So check it out, tofosioptics.com, and tell them ESO Network and EarthStation1 sent you. All right, Mr. Mike. It is time to do some holiday gifts. You ready to play Santa tonight? It's time to go shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, this is going to be this going to be cool. Um, it's always interesting to see what we come up with because everybody attacks us a little bit differently. Um, I this year I tried to keep mine uh, like not that expensive, uh, not go crazy. Um, most of mine are under like I don't know. 50, maybe even a hundred dollars. I don't think I have anything that's more than that. Um, oh, I wish I so, went there. I wish I went yeah, that yeah, way. Like, I can't say that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. I mean, look, I mean, you know, dream wish. Yes, of course. Uh, you know, booking me on that TCM holiday cruise, you know, or whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll do that next year. But, um, uh, yeah, I tried to keep mine a little bit more manageable this year, but, um, yeah, it should be really fun to see what everybody else has in store. So, uh, I guess to start things off, we will start with you, Mary. What, uh, what is your first recommendation for a geek gift guide, uh, a geek gift rather? Sorry. Well, my first one is actually in a way kind of a selfish one <laughs> because <laughs> it is basically my dream gift for myself. I mean, really, it's it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving, which is a subscription to masterclass.com. And um, 
I, I it, Neil Gaiman has a masterclass up there. N.K. Jemison, um, Yo-Yo Ma, Metallica. Uh, oh, I see those commercials for those all Ellen the time. Marin. Yeah. yeah, I mean those are just awesome. They are awesome. I mean they're actually very in depth. Um, and there's over a hundred instructors so far, and they keep adding more. And uh, it, it, it's a year's, it, it's $180, which sounds a little pricey, but it's, but it's a year's access to, to every class. And like I wow. said, they keep adding more. Nice. And is- it's, and there's so many categories folks up there. It's yeah. amazing. Um, you know, I've seen stuff from chefs. I've seen things mm-hmm. from writers, artists, comedians, and you know, it's, it's just amazing. Musicians. To, yeah. Um, yeah. It's you, awesome. You name it. It's up there. And you have it already, Mary. Right, did something. I'm sorry. Was what that Richard? Mark? Go ahead, Richard. Richard, who who was that? I was just saying. I think Nancy Cartwright uh, has a class on there. You know. The voice oh, of, that would uh, be cool. Oh, for voice acting, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I was going to ask Mary. Do you are you have you cheated and already opened up the Christmas present and are already <laughs> taking it, or did you? Because I got some stuff I didn't. But what about what about you? Did you start looking through it already? And I, I have not started it yet, but I think it may be my present to myself next year, oh. um, because there's several things I want to I want to do. I'm really I've uh, started writing a lot. Uh-huh. And I'd love to take some some writing classes, uh, especially Neil Gaiman's and N.K. Jemison's. I sure. would, I'm really looking forward to those. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah, I've uh, I, I know someone who has uh, subscribed, and they said it's so good, so in depth, so informative that even things that they have no interest in whatsoever, they've pulled up and been just taken over by because they're just like this is this is the top people talking about this stuff it's not just like you know yeah. uh and they're not phoning it in either they're really going in depth as to what they do and the process and everything and uh, i think that's pretty cool yeah i think i i almost in a way uh even more interested in in watching something that i i don't have an affinity for because i'd really love to to hear you know uh about other people's experiences and why they love something yeah. like, you know, somebody like Yo-Yo Ma, I mean, never going to play the cello, <laughs> right. but, but I'd, I'd love to hear why, why he loves it and how he got started with it. Or somebody like, like Metallica, who actually I kind of love heavy metal music, but when, when I was uh, in college, I took a, yeah. I took a course in jazz music. I was like, well, just, just take it. I, I didn't even like jazz music or anything like that. And it's been with me ever since you know, for like 35 years, I've remembered, you know, and became a a fan of jazz music just because I took the class. So, you know, it's almost like you got a little college thing going on there Mm -hmm. with this, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, I love, I love learning. (laughs) As long as they don't test, you know, at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the best thing about it. It sounds awesome. I've been tempted a couple times, you know, I've seen the commercials either on YouTube or on during something I'm streaming and it, these people are just amazing who are up there and I probably don't even know a fraction of who's up there, you know, and $180 isn't that bad for virtual classes. Not not for an entire year when you have access to to everything up there. Yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. Good stuff. That is the gift that'll keep on giving all year round. 
That's good. That's great. Uh, Richard, what about you? Uh, well, I have, um, you know, brought such a sophisticated subjects in the past on the gift guides, such as socks and, um, you know, some other things. But this year I am bringing uh, butts on things. And I don't know what? if anybody's ever heard on the, heard of this, but it's an artist by the name of Brian Cook. And he kind of became TikTok famous. At least that's where I heard him from. But it's it's exactly that. He's an artist and he draws butts on things like cute little butts, <laughs> like on a pineapple or on a roll toilet paper or on the Statue of Liberty. And I mean, he's kind of taken off and he's got a, a calendar coming out. Uh, he's got playing cards. Uh, he has a, a ton of enamel pens. Uh, there's just you can buy stuff. Uh, some stuff is available in stores. Like he's gotten that big. I think one of the he has a puzzle that um, I think is available in some stores. And uh, but he has an Etsy store that has a ton of enamel pens, and they're they're just cute little uh, images with with butts. And it's funny. Those were actually kind of adorable. Well, the, the sophistication level here on the network just went way up. I get that. I mean, I mean, they have a sushi roll, a Starbucks, a pencil, and they all just—they're basically just cartoon for people who aren't looking at it. They're just cartoon images of those things, even a Game Boy, and he just draws kind of a butt on where a butt would be, I guess. <laughs> I like the, uh, I think the s'mores one is my favorite. Uh, it just looks, oh, oh yeah, the s'mores one is cute. And, and, and the, and the taco is kind of cute too. I like um, the taco, and, yeah. And what's cool is like there's so many different things that like, you know, everybody knows somebody that likes, you know, space because there's like Saturn with a, with a butt and, or Starbucks and there's Starbucks with a butt. And so you can kind of pick something that is nerdy or, or, or you know, what somebody would would like and make them laugh. Absolutely, that is fun. Um, I, uh, I I was not familiar. I don't think I was familiar with him before, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to start following him on Instagram. I think. And uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's got a butt, right? Yeah, <laughs> and he. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's your memoir, Mike. Everybody's got a butt. The memoir by Mike Gordon. <laughs> Make sure it's howdy, Mike Gordon. <laughs> that's right. There are so many jokes to be. I was going to say. I didn't even mean to say it, to be cracked. Uh, oh, Mark, this, really? That just came out. I swear. Oh, no. I didn't even. And it was like, hey, that's how easy this is. And keep I can't them coming. That's what this, I say. Keep them coming. On this PG, PG-13 rated show, I just can't do them. I just got to be quiet. Well, and to be fair, like for those people who haven't can't see this visually, it is it is a, a cute PG-13 kind of uh, material. It's not like it's. Right, right. Graphic. No, yeah. Like yeah, a hiney. These, these are not really like sex. <laughs> yeah. Like no, no, no. They really are kind of adorable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although for some people, maybe. But I, you know. That's, well, we don't. Yes, we don't judge. Yeah, we don't judge here. <laughs> well, I, I, I know this. The artist isn't a leg man. But. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> These are all clean ones. I'm trying to get the clean ones through. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's switch gears, Mark, a little bit. Um, what? Uh, how can you follow that up? Um, actually, I don't have a, an actual name brand product, 
but I have something that to me, everybody needs who loves films. And that is, I, I don't even know if this is legal. I guess it is because you can buy them through mainstream services and stuff. All right, is here stop, where we need stop, the disclaimer? Stop smiling, Gordon. <laughs> Look, I don't even know if this is legal. The opinion of everyone on this legal. show is their we own just, opinion. It doesn't represent the Earth Station either. One podcast right. or uh, any of the owners of Earth Station One. Okay, for any comments, s- please dial Mark Maddox <laughs> at MaddoxPlanet.com. We, we just got done talking about... We just got done talking about putting butts on things, and now Mark's like going, "I'm going to get illegal here." Well, no, I mean, here, here's the thing. I uh, everybody knows, you know, I, the kind of work I do is film based, but 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 <laughs> it wouldn't matter even if that was the kind of artwork I did or not. I love movies, love them, love them, love them. All kinds of films, all countries, everything. And I am tired of when. People want to go up and get a film that is rare or hard to get, or you cannot get through the mainstream from like a country, like you want something from Japan or you want something from from Britain that is not available here, and you've got that uh, that uh, region code on it. And I get really sick of it. So here's my advice. Go up to Amazon or whoever it is. They've got good ones. I've had people talk about them. Go get yourself a region for a free player. Go get a region. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, legal. That's legal. That's very that's legal. legal. Well, yeah. I don't know because it seems like they put all this stuff up, all these Berlin freaking walls to stop you from using them, and then all of a sudden there's these region free players. Just stop, stop with the code. So yeah, they don't. The world is much too small for that kind of stuff. I think. I mean, it's 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 one of these things where I mean, one of my all time favorite films, Hell Drivers, with practically every person that played a spy ever: Patrick McGowan, Sean Connery, Stanley Baker, blah da 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 da. da. Do this thing that doesn't exist in this country. They've got a, uh, I don't know, they've got at least a DVD, if not a Blu-ray of it available. You can't buy it here. Get an international player. I have so many people that can't get the particular Hammer films that they want or particular Japanese horror films or this, that, or the other, or art house films or whatever. And, you know, so many people now when I, I mean, I don't even have one yet. That's probably going to be my Christmas. This is my Mary Ogle moment. This is probably going to be my present to, you know, that Linda's going to get me is I want an international player. So I don't have to deal with this anymore. Go up on eBay, something I, I, I can't get anyplace else, throw, pull the trigger, and don't worry about it. But too many people are, I mean, the things are only like 150 190 bucks for one. And I think that's even now with like the 4K even. It's like you can just, I don't even know if 4K's got a region code, but you can get it and then it can, it can go through all the other codes. So that's my, that's my you know, old man off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, get on my lawn is what I think I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, get on your lawn so we can watch some international yeah. movies. Come yeah, on, on that, <laughs> on that big inflato screen that I got mm-hmm. on that Halloween. The, um, the movies are actually different too, as far as like there's different box sets, there's different cover art, and they're cheaper typically than than stuff that is here um and a lot of boutique dvd places uh blu-ray places um i know Asheville has orbit dvd um i know we have uh we have the dungeon here in town and the grindhouse video there's there's a ton of other things but they're all it's all these movies that um mark's talking about are 
are available there and they are cheaper typically. So it's, yeah. it is a cool idea. And the, other, and the other week I had to sweat because uh, pretty soon I'm going to be doing a piece of artwork for the movie When Worlds Collide. And that's a mainstream American science fiction film produced by George Powell. We should have that here, and it should be restored. I had to get one from Australia, but luckily the region code didn't matter for that. But I had to sweat it you know, trying to find one, and that should not be an issue. All right. Absolutely. No, I agree. And and I think Mike and Mary can back me up on this. There are times where we're doing stuff for Earth Station Who, and they're coming out with these new um, animated episodes, and they release them in Britain first in these nice steelbook editions and Blu-rays. They don't release them in Blu-ray here in the States. They release them on just DVDs, right. and, uh, and, they re- and it's much later. Right. Uh, I had to wait forever for one of my copies of one of these things. And it's just like it, if I had just ordered the British one was available, it, I, I could have gotten it the next week. Wow. Literally, yeah. I just got a notification that we're getting uh, tomorrow a delivery of a second doctor story. And that's coming up with the Daleks. And it's been available in the UK for almost seven months now. Yeah. It's wow. stupid. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the world is too small to have these stupid little like agreed. A complete, I, yeah. a complete agreement. Yeah. And and it's even more frustrating when, it, like, I find it even more frustrating when I can't find movies that are available on to stream. It's like that's no excuse. Like you can't download something so that people can just stream it. You know, like uh, you're you're turning away money is what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I yeah. Think I think that has to, uh, that always has to do with licensing. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh sure. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure that that's still pretty chaotic because every country mm-hmm. is different and all this kind of right. stuff. So I get it, but it's just one of those things that it, I don't think is make sense anymore. I think all that needs to be relooked at, but yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it'll take us to get all turn <laughs> one currency first. I don't know. Uh, but in any case, <laughs> not going to happen. For I know that's never going to happen. <laughs> Crypto, uh, not in our lifetime, at least. That is a really good idea, Mark. I would definitely take one of those for sure. Very uh, awesome, Mike. What do you got? All right, mine's for the uh, pet lover out there. There is a company out there called Iconic Paw, and they take. Um, if you send them a photo of Aww. your your dog or your cats, and they will put it on your favorite science fiction character, and they will put it on a canvas for you, and it is really awesome. <laughs> and there's so many different series. They you know they they can reproduce your favorite DVD cover or movie poster with your pets on it. And I showed it to Judy. I showed it to Judy, and she says, "We're doing that for Christmas." (laughs) (laughs) And they, but they're not cheap, folks. They start at uh, almost fifty bucks for an eight. Terrible. That's actually that's actually cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that actually seems reasonable to me. And but that's That's a that's that's a holiday sale right now. And (laughs) but they go up all they they go all the way up to twenty four by thirty two. Which wow. is pretty huge, and you know, I don't think I want to see you know pictures of my dogs on the different doctors' heads. You know, <laughs> you know. I was going to say, with as many dogs as you have, it's going to have to be the Ten Commandments because it's a cast of thousands. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or if Mike Gordon does all his cats or something. Yeah, really. Yeah. I, yeah, no, that's just <laughs> crazy. I can't even imagine. No, but it, I saw it, and it was just like, this is cool because it's it's awesome for the pet lover in your yeah. life. 
And it's cool because they do good versions of it. It doesn't just look like it was pasted on in Photoshop or something. That's they actually good. blend. They do blending in, and they it's it's really smartly done. And I'm I'm impressed with this stuff. And you know, because I can do it myself if I wanted to in Photoshop. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. Yeah, to but do. for fifty bucks, or even if it's a hundred or whatever it goes up to, I mean, that's like you know. Such oh, a yeah. short amount of time. I mean, dollar-wise, it's like a sweatshop almost that they're doing <laughs> that kind of work for, for that much is is good. I mean, that's like you're getting a real deal. Oh, yeah. And it's it looks – some of this stuff just looks awesome. Here, I, I'll share my screen real quick because it just looks – it just looks awesome. And let me know. Oh, if you can. that's oh, sweet. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, – that- they have Harry Potter. Like you can get the yeah. your animal. Oh, I love the pug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can get the Harry Potter and Star Wars. That's, that's an awesome idea. Yeah, it's yeah. a great, great idea. And you know, I wish them the best of luck. And you know, and it's something creative. And I wanted to do that for my first gift. Mm-hmm. So, cool. So, Absolutely. So it's very awesome. Great idea, and one that I'm definitely going to look into. Um, although, again, where do you start? And, <laughs> exactly. You know, with with uh, all the cats we have, it's like, uh, do you have a group rate? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't charge per head. Please don't charge per head. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, uh, my first uh, item is something actually uh, that's related to you, Mark. I didn't even know you were actually going to join us, so this is really cool that it works out because – um, and you said that, of course, uh, how much you love movies and everything. And uh, one of the things that I acquired from you at Monsterama was that new book on uh, the pictorial history of Hammer Horror, uh-huh. and which you did the cover for. And it is an amazing – I read that throughout the whole month of October. Right. And uh, it was a great testament to all the, the great horror movies. Yeah, you got the hardcover. I got the hardback. Uh, of course. Um, <laughs> but the soft cover works too. Um, yeah. But uh, it is a great resource. Not only did I read it cover to cover during the month of October, but as I, um, and I know that as I watch and get caught up on Hammer Horror movies, which I think is the Hammer movies continue to impress me. The more I see that I got into them late in the game. Right. Uh, I can remember seeing a couple when I was maybe a teenager or maybe before whatever, but yeah. I really started getting into them maybe five or seven years ago. And I try to every Halloween, I try to watch knock some out and there's such a variety and they're just always really entertaining. And this is like, I know that as I go forward, I will have this resource and I will pick this up and, and I will like, as I'm watching a horror movie, uh, a hammer horror movie, I will read about it uh, in this book as well. Beautiful pictures too. I mean, it, it's called a pictorial history for a reason because it, it has, uh, it's, it's huge. It's massive. Uh, and I understand it from the directly from the publisher themselves um, in the UK, they're, they're no longer available. No, it, it went out the door like in 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 a few days a lot of them were gone a lot of yeah. venues for getting it and i didn't even get to i got to the convention i had like six copies and they were gone basically within an <laughs> the hour same day i, got I know I'm, I'm glad i grabbed one um but i do see it's available through um certain other resources i've got a link that i'm gonna put in the show notes cool. to uh, uh mymoviemonsters.com where they've got uh some some available it's a little bit pricier than uh than the actual cover price but i yeah. guess if you work that out with pounds 
I guess it's about the same thing. Um, but, you know, and I can understand why it would sell well in, you know, in, in the UK, because that's something they should be very proud of. And I don't think it gets enough attention here. I don't think that, the like, as you were talking about with movie releases, it's frustrating because there should be, like, really good box sets or releases of of these Hammer movies, and uh, there just aren't. They just, you know, they're not That's there. a problem with um, the fact that in, in, in Britain, Hammer, you can literally take all the films almost, I think, and put them into one box if they wanted to. This country, it's not possible because Warner Brothers sent some of the licensing. Now, Eric McNaughton is the publisher of of We Belong Dead, the the one that made that book. And uh, he does a great job. There's other volumes that he's done. I did one with him on Peter Cushing and another one of his friends. I mean, these aren't even books. These are murder weapons. They're so freaking heavy. (laughs) And you know what drives me nuts is we've never met, although we've talked quite a bit. And I was leaving Hulanta and going home. And as I was driving by the Atlanta airport, I found out when I got like 30 minutes past it, he was landing. His plane was landing and he was coming to the United States to just travel and visit everybody. So I like cussed him out because it was like, (laughs) dude, what are the chances we're going to actually physically see each other face to face? But um, it was it was a little teeny tiny um, uh, fanzine years ago, black and white fanzine. And then he decided to dust it off and bring it back. And it's like it is a, a powerhouse now for what those yeah. guys do. Yeah. You could tell uh, there's a lot of, pa- it's not just a dry, you know, this is the explanation of what each movie is or whatever. It's yeah. very, it's done by people who are passionate about movies, a passionate about hammer. Um, some of them are not um, complimentary to the movies, actually. Uh, some of the articles and some of them, uh, my only uh, complaint is that on occasion, there's one person in particular that they're, that their uh, um, columns uh, consist of basically telling you beat by beat the whole movie, including the ending. And it's like, nah, that's not why I would, I'd like to read about other stuff. Thank you. They need to fill that uh, video count, that, uh, that uh, word count in the, uh, but, in the column, I think. Before, it, before videotape ever existed or anything like that, in monster magazines, it was okay to do what they called film books, where basically you gave a description of the film and had a bunch of photos, and that made us all happy. That's not necessary anymore. No, no. Yeah. But regardless, and that, you know, that happens book. occasionally. I would still, you know, I would recommend, uh, you know, reading them, reading the entries maybe after you've seen the movies or if you're familiar with the movies. But no matter what, this is a book that not only will you uh, appreciate uh, just when you first get it, but I think all the rest of the time that you have it in old. I, I wish I had the hardcover, not because um, not because it's just nicer to see, but because it would hold the book better together in the binding. Because I'm afraid with the soft cover that it's going to come apart after a couple of years. But right, right. Um, but uh, no, I uh, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you bringing that. It was because you that brought that book to my attention because I cool. was looking for a hammer book uh, a resource, and that was that that was beautiful. So it's a huge book. Um, but uh, anyway, so all right, so that is the first round. Uh, so we will go to the second round of gifts and, uh, let's start with Richard. Oh, out of order. Uh, okay. So, uh, (laughs) I'm prepared. I'm prepared. It's okay. Uh, so this one is, uh, something that I think it was a Kickstarter thing. My brother-in-law has it. He got, he got like early access off the Kickstarter, 
Um, but uh, let me put this link right here so you guys can see it because I can't uh, describe it. Uh, okay, so uh, this is the Dive Boom Pixu 64, and it's a really cool thing where it's a 64 by 64 pixel screen, and uh, there's lots of color to it, and uh, there's motion. Awesome. Like, and people make uh, people make things for it, and uh, so it, you could have like a scene of like uh, Santa Claus coming down a chimney, or uh, a pumpkin, you know, a bat coming out of a pumpkin, or something like that. And but the, the it, it's it's uh, endless of what you can do with it. You can put uh, logos, um, different things on it. Uh, it, it is a little pricey, but it's all controlled by via app. So, and you can also use your Alexa. So it's pretty cool. Um, like I said, I've seen it in person. So, yeah, I, I mean, I love it. I, I'm in love with it. Like I, I mean, if they're they are expensive, they're about 150 bucks. Um, but they're a good size. They're not too small. And uh, if you want, you can just put like the time on it and the temperature and the date. Uh, all sorts of things. That's neat because it's all like the eight bit characters. It looks like and everything. Yeah, for yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's a digital picture frame that shows pixel art, and it is some of this pixel art is really cool. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. That is really yeah. cool. This is a very cool little device. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like I said, I I love it. Um, it's it's really intuitive. Like it's like they you can change it on the like my my niece and nephews they they love it so they grab his phone and they uh, you know they're like eight nine and they'll just push pictures that they want to see and then it just loads it instantly. Yeah, this oh, would wow. be a great gift for a kids' room. Yeah, I mean, anything, like, especially if you do, like, a table at a convention or you have a show or business, something, it, it would be something cool in the background that you can change with the seasons and with the, you know, with the different occasions and stuff like that. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Love the idea. Unique. Uh, and you could probably put some uh, pictures of things with butts on there, too. You probably could. <laughs> he, uh, my brother-in-law did put my pixel butts. My uh, brother-in-law did put uh, he put my logo on there, and it looked pretty good. So, like, you can do stuff like that. You can put regular pictures on there, and it it kind of uh, it pretty much does it itself. You just load the picture, it it pixelizes it, and then it goes up on the screen. That's cool. That's cool. Love it. Uh, Mike, what about you? What's your next pick? Everyone loves waffles. You know, I am a huge waffle fan. You know, I know Richard's a waffle fan. Mike Gordon's (laughs) a waffle fan. I'm sure Mary and Mark are too. You know, waffles are great. And what better way for the geek in your life than to have, you ready for this, folks, a Death Star waffle maker? Where you can have the dark side of the empire every breakfast you have. So all you do is put it in and, you know, you could explode it right there on the spot. Just grab it and go. 
and it, it, it is awesome. And it's, it's not that expensive either. It's only like 40 bucks and it's, it's fun. And I know when William was growing up, we had like a Mickey Mouse one or, you know, for years I've been looking for a Doctor Who one, but they've never made even a TARDIS or something, which, you know, folks at BBC, you're missing out on a great marketing, you know, <laughs> right true. there or a Dalek, you know, that would be awesome. But, you know, but yeah, we used to make homemade waffles when William was growing up and it was just awesome to, you know, do, to have the different, you know, the Mickey Mouse waffles and such. And Star Wars, it's awesome, you know, and it even has, you know, the eye and everything of the Death Star. It's pretty cool. And you could, you know, make a game of it with the kids or for the adults in your life. Even. It's like, honey, you've got to stop playing with your food. You're 45, you know. <laughs> So, and that's actually a pretty good representation of the Death Star. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I just thought it would be kind of cool to do. And, you know, I thought that was, you know, now I'm hungry. I want waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for making us all hungry. This is not our uh, We Ever Eight episode. Uh, so. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope. And you can get it from the fine folks at House and also, I think, William Sonoma. A Millennium Falcon waffle maker. So you can actually have the Death Star versus the Millennium Falcon if you want to have a, a well-rounded breakfast there. It's just so, it's just so rare because, you know, Lucas and Disney don't really license a lot of stuff for Star Wars. So it's No, it's, not it's, at all. you got to snatch these items up while they're out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Is there, is there nothing that they won't they, – they that you can't get Star Wars? I was watching an episode of The Good Fight the other night and the, there was like a five minute explanation about why George Lucas was such a success with just not taking certain aspects of the business deal, but the marketing. And then yeah. they talked this businessman into doing the same thing, but it was like, I looked at Linda, I said, that's actually very true. What they just said. <laughs> about a, so yeah, I mean, star Wars. Yeah. You see it here and there. Once it's kind of rare. Everyone's, yeah. It's kind of oh, yeah. Uh, missed opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, imagine how much money they could make if only, right? If only. Uh, if only. <laughs> yeah. Mark, what about you? What's next on your list? Um, mine is different. Even when Mike was asking me to come on the show, I'm like, I don't think I have the, this the same way everybody else does, but I've got a place to go online to buy stuff. Now, I've got certain things that I love to have, certain stuff, certain things from movies science fiction, whatever, this kind of stuff. And it's a place called Monsters in Motion. And the reason that I love this site is because I was able to finally get a nice completed eagle from Space 1999. They Actually, I got two of them. One that was a repro of the dinky toy from the uh, right around the time the show came out. They did a retro repro version of it with uh with green remember how that eagle at the time was in green that they made the toy out of and i always wanted one of those but you know the prices started climbing and for one that was in really good shape so they came up with this repro one that was actually bigger and i went looking through that site you could buy stuff about godzilla you could buy stuff about star trek and i mean a lot of things 2001 a space odyssey the night stalker it, it just all these different things. And yes, yeah, some of the stuff is really pricey. Some of it's okay, you know, but I love that site. Uh, I, 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 you know, go up there and get things every once in a while from them. But, um, for the hardcore 
science fiction fan or television movie science fiction fantasy fan pre i would say they definitely have a lot of star wars stuff but you can get a lot of stuff that's pre-star wars in a world where it's tough you know you're not going to walk into toys r us and see you know products from the outer limits or something like that so i recommend them highly and they're they're really good i've never had a problem with delivery or anything like that so it's called monsters in motion that's the name of the website sounds awesome yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. cool uh, horror stuff on there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they it's have a it's kind of cool stuff. Yeah, it's a good it's a good place. But I mean, I wanted one of those darned eagles for <laughs> so long, and then they reissued them again about twenty years ago. They did a reissue, and those sold out so fast, and they're reissuing them now. And I think it's now to a point where I'm, you know, fingers crossed, they've saturated the market. So if you want something like that, there's a good chance you can go up there and get them. But we're in a weird world now. Like when we were kids, you would have begged for something from a television show or something as a toy you were never going to get. I want Wild Wild West toys. Never happened. You know, you got Star Trek and you got Lost in Space and stuff, but there was a lot of stuff you didn't get things from. And now you go to buy a 2001 A Space Odyssey action figures, and they come right out of the gate at $300, and it looks like care delay and uh and uh what's his face um the other actor the other astronaut uh from who was also in the first uh the shatner episode of star trek i forget his name anyway gary lockwood gary lockwood thank you and 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 they had stuff like that and then the other day i'm looking they got like a fight club figure of uh tyler durden but it's like 650 bucks but it looks exactly like him I mean, it's like exact. It's got the leather jacket and all the extra stuff and everything. So some stuff can get pretty pricey, but we're in such a weird world uh, from what we were like when when kids. When you got like a man from Uncle Doll that <laughs> was horrible, didn't look anything <laughs> like him. The body was real stiff. It looked like a a something to hold the clothes on, you know, kind of thing. So. Yeah, this is a uh, looking around here. It's a great site. I could easily get lost in this, so I'm not going to look anymore. Because yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for? Just helping the economy. It's got uh, got good stuff, and and yeah, sometimes you wonder about some of these sites whether they're reliable or not. So this one, this, this one's one, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, very cool. Mary, what's next on your list? All right, my next pick is. Um, well, if you love the Mandalorian, then this is probably where they stole the idea from. <laughs> it is, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh, yeah. The Blu-ray, the, the Criterion collection. Got them. So, awesome. Got them. They, they are beautiful. Uh, you have to get the Criterion collection. It's the best Yes, one. that's the one I've got. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's not and, a bad um, price either. It's no, it's bucks. not. It's 50 bucks. You can find it on Amazon. And uh, for those who don't know, it's a set of Japanese films uh, based on a manga series, which uh, follows an assassin. Uh, forgive me while I butcher these names. Ogami Ito and his three-year-old son, Daigoro, as they wander around the countryside killing bad guys. And yes, it is the plot of the Mandalorian. <laughs> So go ahead and drink, folks. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's also one one note though. It is R rated. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is very bloody. Yeah. Well, it's um, also got like blood at the same time. It's got nudity. So you got to yeah, be a little careful I mean, you with know, the toddlers. It, it's an ex- exploitation films, really. <laughs> but it, but they're a lot of fun. And fun um, it's, but if you like samurai movies, you're probably going to love this. Yeah. And um, th- and this is a special edition. Uh, special edition. <laughs> it is. that <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Special edition box set <laughs> that's been beautifully remastered. Uh, it includes six films, a ton of extras, and uh, it's just, it's really nicely done. And it, it's fun to go back and see how other cultures, you know, follow this trope and this plot line. And uh, yeah, I just, you know, if you're into the, this type of thing at all, action movies or samurai movies, I really recommend it. And I promise they don't okay. say this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I watched all these uh, within the last year. Um, they're all available on HBO Max, but um, that's no reason not to get uh, a Criterion set because uh, Criterion A gives you the best quality of image you're going to ever get from a DVD or Blu-ray. And plus, they're going to have bonus material that's just – you're going to spend hours and hours going through that stuff. So – uh, I'm very curious. I, I enjoyed the movies a lot, and I'm I would probably pick the I'd pick this up just because I'd like to see all the bonus features as well. Plus, you never know when that streaming stuff's going to go away. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so right, like, or or like, with, or they're pretty random. Like HBO Max will be there, but they'll be like, oh, we'll decide not to show that anymore, you know, or include yeah, that anymore. Just so, without any notice, yeah, absolutely just gone. So, um, but no, these are fun films. These are really good. And, uh, yeah, they're some of, yeah, they're, they're R rated for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, These are, these are adult. <laughs> I mean, you know, you probably don't want, want your uh, six year old watching these, but, uh, no, 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 I, would, I wouldn't think so. Although, you know, maybe it depends. I'm not going to teach to tell people how to parent. Um, so <laughs> they do. Okay. So, uh, my, uh, second round pick. Um, you know, thanks to the pandemic, uh, for the last year or so, a lot of people have been staying in more, uh, even continue to do so. And one of the activities that uh, a lot of people have taken up is puzzles. And, uh, I know where your minds were going, but, um, it, I'm talking about puzzles now. And one of the coolest puzzles that I've seen, uh, has been issued by Mondo. Uh, they have put together some puzzles of some of the um, uh, poster art that Franco, Francesco Francavilla did uh, for the Universal Monsters. And these, these posters are incredible. Um, but, uh, you know, if you don't have a place to put them or if you're, you know, you're like me and you really can't afford the, the high screen prints, these, uh, these puzzles make that really affordable. You get the image. Uh, you get to put it together, so you get to spend time with the image. And when you're done, you know, you can take one of those, what is those, those things where they sort of laminate the image and then you, or the puzzle, and then you can sort of... Oh, yeah, you can it, preserve you know? it. You can buy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you get everything combined. It's almost like a do-yourself kit for your, for your, for print, for a poster. Um, but these are beautiful images. I particularly like the, the Dracula mm-hmm. and the, uh, Revenge of the Creature ones that he did. Although you can't go wrong with any of the other two. Um, uh, so there are four in total. Little, like, I know a lot of people like to pick up their puzzles at the dollar store and at Salvation Army and whatnot. But then again, you don't probably, it's probably not going to have all the pieces. Um, but, uh, these are like $20 a piece. So, um, so there's a little bit of more money involved, but, 
Um, like I said, Mondo puts out a great product and uh, Frank Avia's art is amazing. And uh, I think these images are beautiful. So uh, if I was going to do puzzles, I think uh, I would, I would work on these first. Oh, these are I stunning. love his artwork. Yeah. I love his artwork. It's really good. I can't do puzzles cause I have cats and they're jerks and they just, yep. not same here. <laughs> no, yep. no, yep. we just want to help. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm like you. It's the, terrible. The, the, the I tried. I tried. Uh, we'd, we'd be finding pieces, you know, the people who l- moved in after us would still find pieces of the puzzle right. that they, they hid be, somewhere. They'd be barfing up pieces. Oh, yeah, probably. So, yeah, not, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not a good, uh, that's why we don't do Christmas decorations either. Um, so, anyway, all right. So, that's my pick for this round. We've done two rounds. We're going to have, uh, we're about almost a little bit less than halfway to go. So, we'll be right back after this message and we'll get to some more gifts. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a... Hi, this is Ashley Pauls with this week's Box Office Buzz. It feels like it's been a while since I've recorded one of these blurbs, just since I've been going to the movies quite a bit frequently. We've gotten to talk about Dune and Eternals, and it's really fun to have new movies to talk about on the big screen. Going back to the theater again this weekend to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife, which... I'm really looking forward to. I feel like I'm still kind of in a state of mind where I missed movies so much last year because of the pandemic that getting to see a movie in the theater still feels like a treat. And this movie looks like a lot of fun, kind of revisiting some of the themes of the original Ghostbusters, updating it for a new generation. I mean, come on, Paul Rudd is a national treasure, so I'm excited to see him in this movie as well. I would say maybe the only reservation that I have is that I don't want it to overly rely on nostalgia. Just kind of like, here's a movie that's going to make you feel exactly like the original Ghostbusters made you feel. And there's nothing strictly wrong with nostalgia, but I think it can weaken a franchise if you focus too much on the past. I know that not everyone is going to agree with this. But I think that's what the Star Wars sequel trilogy did well, is that it reflected some of the themes of the original trilogy and some of that aesthetic while also bringing you stories of a new generation and kind of examining with how does the next generation deal with the sins of the past. So all that being said, I would like this new Ghostbusters Afterlife to sort of be to the original Ghostbusters what The Force Awakens is to the original trilogy. Again, Not everybody may be hoping for that vibe, and it's okay if you're not. If you're just here to relive some of those fun memories of seeing the original Ghostbusters, that's fine too. But I hope that it will be not just strictly nostalgic and offer us something new as well. I also feel like the Ghostbusters comedy with the all-female cast received way more hate than it deserved really I think that that is a fun funny movie and I'm glad that it was made as well but I think there's also a place for this new Ghostbusters Afterlife which examines the concept of legacy and that's it for this week's box office buzz if you're looking for more entertainment related content be sure to check out my blog over on the ESO 
podcast website. Star Trek is a vision. Great storytelling. My favorite TV show of all time. I really love it, and it's so much fun. Join our crew aboard Earth Station Trek for your regular podcast escape into the Trekverse. Make it so. Let's see what's out there. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we all agreed to say make it so. No, let's go, it's fun. But make it so is iconic. It's classic. It's too iconic. So we're all going to do make it so? No. (laughs) Welcome back. And now it's time for more gifts, gift giving or gifts we'd like to receive, you know, or gifts we just think are just cool that we've seen. Um, uh, I will start this round. Um, I used to be addicted to action figures. Um, and I have no idea a, what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I, I limit myself to maybe a couple of action figures a year. Um, but the, the, it's so tempting now. Um, our good friend Dave West posts about action figures all the time. And all every time them. he does, I'm like, damn it, that looks so awesome. Um, but there are some that I just can't say no to. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, maybe it's my namesake or not, but uh, right now it's an amazing time to be a Flash Gordon fan. Uh, you have um, uh, two companies uh, that are vying for or making um, Flash Gordon figures. One of them is Big Chief Fight Studio. Sorry, uh, the other is NECA, which uh, if anybody knows their action figures, NECA makes uh, amazing figures across the board of everything they do. And so they've got the license to do Flash Gordon. And in more specifically, they've got the license to do the Defenders of the Earth. Cool. Uh, so you get Flash, you get uh, Ming, and you get uh, um, Phantom. Uh, they've got a three set, which uh, includes all three of those figures. And they're just gorgeous uh they if i man i only wish i had these as a kid like these are to play with i mean they're i i actually if i when i you know i will get these eventually so when i do i will probably break them out and play with them too um the ming the merciless in particular is one of my favorite figures of ming i've ever seen it's not movie authentic so if you're familiar with the 1980s movie and 1981 movie which i love um this is not that ming but it's it's a really badass version of Ming. This one, this Ming, this Ming looks like he could just tear you up. Um, and the Phantom's cool too. Who doesn't like the Phantom, right? Like uh, uh, Slam Evil, right? Uh, isn't that the, the phrase for the Phantom? Anyway, um, these figures are gorgeous. I recommend getting them. I'm going to put a link on here to a great uh, toy store that I've used a lot, Big Bad Toys. Uh, they uh, they come through. Um, uh, you can pre order, and all you have to do is just chill out and you're they'll send your toys to you when you're ready so um and they have a lot of different shipping options you can get them as they come in they collect them all together for you and send them in one big wop you know it's just it's a, it's they do a really good service and uh, i've never been disappointed by them at all so i recommend them as well and uh yeah so these figures are amazing i think i've heard some of these are showing up in target in some places is that yeah, yeah, cool. Target. I've seen them in Target. Yeah. Um, well, I haven't seen the Ming, but uh, that's probably just because it's harder to find. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have seen the Phantom and, and such. So I don't think they're at Walmart, but my Walmart is terrible here. So, but Target <laughs> for sure. Yeah, these are these are good figures, and these are like this. This will break my rule. My except these will be my exception uh because uh yeah i i just can't do figures anymore i've got garage full of them that i just uh, need to get rid of so um 
anyway, uh, that's my pick for the first round. Um, let's go with Mary. Okay. So my next pick is a bit of a departure uh, for uh, when you when you need a drink. <laughs> Which the last the last few months I I really have. Um, mine is the real gin making kit. Ooh. It's uh, $55 Ooh. and 95 cents at Amazon. And if you have a budding mixologist in your life or somebody who likes to, uh, to craft their own beverages, I think this would be a great choice. Uh, it includes, um, everything you need except the vodka that you do have to supply yourself, uh, to make your own gin infusions. Uh, it also teaches you how to make all kinds of cocktails to go along with it. Comes with uh, full, really nicely illustrated instructions and um, six different botanicals, uh, things like juniper berries, coriander, lemon peel, and a few other things. A couple of glass bottles and a metal flask. And the packaging is stunning. I mean, I think it'd really make a beautiful gift for for the foodie in your life who um, would like an easy way to experiment with uh, crafting their own spirits. Absolutely. I wasn't familiar with the idea that you could make you could just make gin at home that's what they used to do on mash all the time at the still <laughs> yeah well i thought yeah. that was more like a you know like a I don't know, like some a, bathtub gin yeah it's bathtub <laughs> gin basically yeah i remember thinking my international player was illegal but i guess yeah, you never know what's you never know well, what's you, legal you, you, you make know. your gin cocktail you sit in front i got of this image i got this player. image of mary i got this image of mary in some old 1940s car getting chased by the cops in the mountains of tennessee <laughs> down a dirt road you won't yeah, catch yeah. me copper really. but i guess not i guess it's legal now so. Yeah, yeah. Prohibition has long been over, Mark. So, <laughs> we, we, it's, we, it's been about well, a moonshine certainly so. isn't, though. But yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> well, it depends. You don't, you don't we have moonshine up here in Gas College. I was going to say, to Mark, it's always still the Dukes of Hazard. It's okay. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, is that with with Mary, there was also the low budget kit, which came with a radiator that you put the liquor in it. <laughs> Radiator not included. <laughs> and yeah, how really. does Mark and how does Mark know all about that? <laughs> I've never even seen the Duke's Hazard. So <laughs> did they do? Did they do booze on that show? I don't. That's, did they? No, they did. That's how they originally. The story was that they originally got busted for moonshine, and that's why they were always on probation, and that's what the boss hog and uh, Enos had over the and everything. Well, one of us has watched it. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> never saw it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I couldn't get away from it uh, yeah. when I was a kid. Uh, really. Um, all right, Mark. What's uh, what's your next pick? Uh, I'm going to uh, recommend from not a, a person who I think has done a, an amazing thing in the last years for uh historical uh, the history of of television uh when it comes to fantasy and science fiction and that is any of the books by Mark Cushman who did the really uh great these are the voyages uh three star trek books mm-hmm. now he's doing he's done lost in space now and he's digging into 
Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. But these books are so wonderful. The Star Trek ones, when they came out, everybody's jaw hit the floor that there was still so much to say about Star Trek that we didn't know. And I don't know if if you've ever read any of them, Gordon, or not, but they are stunning. And yeah. now he's going after Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, a lesser, not as famous show, but a show that I genuinely love. More of like a, I would call it more of a boys' show. Irwin Allen, especially when he goes, you know, goes in further seasons, it gets more and more childish. But to me, the density of these books and the information he gives out is so wonderful that. In a day and age where you think you've heard it all, you realize you know hardly any of it. So, uh, and this one's, uh, this was the Voyage to the Sea, volume one. They're coming out with a volume two, but it's, uh, Mark Cushman and Mark, uh, Alfred, uh, did this one. But, um, uh, I would even go, I mean, it's more likely that people listening to this show are Star Trek fans more than Voyage, but those books, to me, if you can get them, and if you know somebody who loves Star Trek, get it for them they'll they'll love you yeah they're a great resource and and it's a credit to him for documenting these and things and, and episode by episode so detail in such a detailed way because the people that worked on these shows are are we're losing them like you know on a on a daily, daily basis and mm-hmm. and so it's it's a great uh, anybody who takes it upon themselves to chronicle this stuff I think is to be commended because uh, you know once they're lo- once these stories are lost they're lost yeah they're lost if nobody writes them down and exactly. uh, and uh, you know for something like Star Trek it's, it's it seems like a, it's a no brainer because that's it's one of the most popular shows ever but I'm glad to see that he's putting resources into shows that uh, you know are not in everybody's top ten and are more likely to be forgotten and he's making sure that that doesn't happen I appreciate it yeah absolutely absolutely good pick good pick. Uh, Richard. All right. Um, so for this pick, I, um, I chose something musical, which may seem odd, but it is so the guy who the gave Orba. us butts, and see, butts on things. <laughs> yeah, this is my sophisticated one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called The Orba by Artifon, and it's, it's kind of hard to explain. I mean, it's, it's a, um, it looks like almost like a little tiny version of Simon Says, and it's got different things, but it's a synth looper and controller that lets you create songs um, just by tapping the the device or sliding or waving. Like, it creates different um, sounds, and you can uh, do bass and drum. It's got a built-in speaker, so it plays it immediately. Um, I've seen it on... Um, on video and it's, it looks really easy to, to use as far as a, you, you don't have to have a musical talent, uh, per se. Um, you know, but, uh, what is the old saying? Like easy to use, but hard to master kind of thing. Um, and there's an app that goes with it and that can, uh, enhance the, uh, experience with uh, being able to download the, the songs and and such but i think it would be a really good uh and it's not overly expensive it's a hundred dollars um which you know if you have a, a a kid that's in band or something it might be something cool because they could take it on a bus trip or a field trip or something like that um it's just something very unique that i, I just uh, discovered not too long ago Ah, this looks cool. very cool. Yeah, I, I'm curious. That looks to, really uh, neat. 
to watch the videos and everything to hear what sounds it makes. But uh... I mean, it's very much like '80s synth and and stuff <laughs> like that. So it's so uh, especially if you like that kind of stuff, you know. Um, they were they were they play different songs, you know, current songs, but make it sound kind of '80s, and uh, it's just a v- very cool, unique thing. It has to be better than most of the stuff that comes out now, so it's okay. Oh, <laughs> no. that, that, that's, that's our old man. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, the old man. Here, here's the old, here's the older man agreeing with him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But there, there's a and a, and a sleeve and stuff like that. So um, it's. Just something that could uh, could be perfect for the musical inclined person or mm-hmm. or such in your life. That's pretty awesome, cool. dude. Very yeah, cool. Absolutely. All nice. right, Mike, what do you got? All right. Mine is getting a little bit away from reality. Uh-huh. I'm going to be talking about, <laughs> of course, right? mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us could use that right now. And, of course, I am talking about the Oculus Rift. And oh. it is the <laughs> the Oculus Quest Two, which is now out, and it's completely wireless, which is amazing. So you don't uh, have to worry about wires. You don't have to. This is literally the first step towards us going towards Ready Player One, and the graphics on this are just amazing. I actually went to a friend of ours' house about three weeks ago, and. Their kids had it, and they said, oh, do you want to try it? It felt like I was in another world. I was in a space station, and I was going through, and, you know, I had to knock out things out of the ways. And, you know, and there's Star Wars games. There's all these different, you know, worlds you could get into. And it's not just going to be, you know, my feeling with this is it's just not going to be games. It also could be very educational, too. And, you know, you could figure out ways to, you know, work on a car or work on, you know, equipment or something. And, you know, because it's all going to be virtual. And it's it's just the beginning, folks. And cool. the price is coming down. This is only two ninety nine. And yeah, compared to what it was a year or two ago. Yeah. And, the graph, and the technology is getting better and better. Yes, it's Facebook that owns the company, but you know that's. Uh, oh, you mean? Don't you mean Meta? Meta, Meta. Yeah. Meta. Meta. My, uh, my brother, my brother owns that. He's got one of those. I've actually, I didn't realize that's what you were talking about. I was over at his house trying it recently. Yeah, it's and it, it's amazing. It was like I was looking, I was I was up in the sky looking down, like on the Alps or something, and I went and I looked straight down, and my feet. I mean, not that my feet were actually there, but I'm looking straight down, and all of a sudden I got this <laughs> sense of like, whoa, Nelly, you know, kind of thing. It was weird. Very, very neat. But I played some games on it and stuff. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't, you know, like, I hate to say it because we bought a, uh, what is it, the Nintendo, you know, whatever the new the one Switch. is. The Switch. And it's just been sitting there with, you know, all these games and everything not doing it. I don't think if we bought this, I don't think that would happen because yeah. this puts you into the world. This gets you excited about it. And, yeah. you know, and it's it's just amazing. And, you know, I've the the possibilities with this are just endless. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what what it's going to be doing and evolving into. 
And, you know, I, we used to joke about it. I remember in the, like, early, in the 80s when we were at the arcade and they had what they called virtual reality where you stood yeah. in front of, and you had to put the big helmet on and <laughs> everything. And, you know, and you look like an idiot at the arcade. Not that you did any, not look like an idiot at the arcade anyway, but it was just, you know, it was just, you know, very rough. This takes it to a zillion points later. And I, I'm excited about this. Yeah, don't. Uh, I, I would appreciate the if uh, nobody out there got this for me because otherwise nobody <laughs> would ever see me again. <laughs> that was the last time we saw Gordon. Where's Gordon? I'll, I'll, I'll buy you gonna, one now. <laughs> I'll pay for half of it, Mark. Yeah, really. <laughs> high five. Digital high five. Exactly. We, we divide it five ways. Oh, man. It's just, yeah. I uh, Video games are another thing that I've sort of uh, convinced myself not to get involved with because it's a, it, yeah, it's, it's a no-ending battle. But I've seen... I've seen video clips of, of some of the Star Wars uh, games on this. And um, I mean, the video clips themselves just by themselves look amazing. I can only imagine uh, the virtual experience is incredible as well. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was pretty cool. As they get different licenses and such, it's just going to get more and more. And like I said, Ready Player One is not that far away. so i think this that's the highest price item we have on the evening so far but um i'm not not done yet (laughs) we're not done yet we're not done yet um richard let's uh go with you again first okay uh oh yeah um all right so this is a cheap one this is for if you don't have a lot of money you can you can go and get this i don't know if anybody's ever heard of it i mean i kind of like board games i'm not a huge fan of them but um me and my wife were going on a cruise and i wanted to get some little games to maybe play and uh this one is called bananagrams and it's really, really fun. I mean, I think it's been around for a while. I don't know if anybody here has ever heard of it. But so basically it's Scrabble without the board. So and you're not it's like Scrabble without the board and you're concentrating on using your tiles. So you're racing against the other people like everybody has their own Scrabble board and building their own letters while and the goal is to use all your letters for use all the letters that are in the pile first it's a little hard to explain i guess but it's basically scrap no, I, without the board. yeah i could <laughs> I, i'm looking at this and i'm like wow that's uh yeah so there's uh, yeah. different versions of it too so like there's like my first bananagrams uh for kids and there's just you know like every uno you know, thing that there's just different versions of them. Um, there's different languages. There's different language ones too. That's pretty amazing. Oh yeah, and uh, there it's it's pretty uh, it, and it's very portable. So it comes in this little pouch that looks like a banana, and it so it's and it's really super easy to learn. Um, and it's uh, it's just nice. I like it a little better than Scrabble because you don't have to wait for the other person because you're just building like you're building your word and then you build another word and the rules are a little more lax than Scrabble. So um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a fun time because uh, you can because if you need to, you can rearrange your words at any time. So like you can kind of do whatever you want. It's just at the end of the game, all the tiles have to be gone and it has to 
look like words. <laughs> yeah, very cool. I, so I certainly it, find as cool. I certainly find as I get older, uh, word games and puzzles uh, are really necessary for me on a daily basis, uh, just to keep the just to keep the, mind, the going. mind going. <laughs> oh, and and a game lasts like I mean ten to fifteen minutes. You can play one game so it's not you can just pull it out one one time a day and and play and you know have fun put it back and be done with it and uh it, it's less than 20 bucks depending on the ones you get so yeah it, it's Very really cool. it's really fun not familiar with this at all anybody else heard of this i've heard of it and i've never tried it i'd be worried about going through customs with it <laughs> 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 sorry no food allowed it's like it's not food <laughs> oh you're smuggling something got it <laughs> that's funny um, uh, yes we have yeah. no bananagrams um that's awesome that's, that's very, cool. Uh, very cool mark what is your next one Okay, once again, I got another place to go, not a specific item. Um, oddly enough, and I was talking to the guy recently because I got my 60th birthday party present already from Linda, which I couldn't wait, and we wanted to check it out. But from uh, it's uh, Cultman uh, TV. Uh, let me see. Let me go back to the original page. Cult, uh, cult TV man's hobby shop. And uh, it's a really cool place to, if you're into science fiction model kits and stuff like that, you can get stuff from Star Trek, Star Wars, Space 1999. They go in down to the, uh, the, the minutia, they, but they've got better kits than like the old Aurora kits. They'll, they'll have those too, but they'll have stuff like the Mobius kits where you can detail it down to where if you actually are looking at these things, you, you know, all the details from the show are in it, not only on the exterior, but like you look inside the Jupiter too. On from Lost in Space, and all the details are in there. And you can even then add the people inside and then the freezing tubes and all that. And so for my 60th birthday, which is December 27th, Linda uh, got me the flying sub from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, but it was not the plastic model kit that you pay like 50 or 60 bucks for. She got me the full metal, completely put together electronics are already in there the sounds are done i won't even tell you what it cost but it i mean i was just like a pig in slop when this thing we we pulled it out it actually comes with an uh 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 a um a a remote control micro size flying sub that you turn it on because you have to lift off the metal version now this is actually cast from the uh, one, one, the, one of the actual original flying subs off the show. Wow. And mm-hmm. so you, you hit a button and the sound comes on and the lights light up, but you look inside and there's like a little Richard Basehart and David Hedison and inside all the little twinkling lights and everything that were on in the background and on the sides and everything are on in this thing too. But that's just one thing of many. And if you're a model kit fan and you love building this kind of stuff, you could go there and just, you know, blow exorbitant amount, amounts of money. But, um, and oddly enough, Mike, he is in Lawrenceville. Huh. 
uh, I don't know if you've ever, uh, um, I forgot his last name now. It went out of my head. But anyway, the, the, he's actually operates out of Lawrenceville, Georgia, but he's been going for a very, very long time. And, uh, I recommend that place highly. But, um, but if you like building model kits, personally, I like having them built for me. Yeah, me too. That, well, that was I don't the have reason. The patience. I bought, I bought the, I bought the plastic model kit and I thought, Am I going to get this thing built or am I going to pay somebody to build it for me to final detail, put all the electronics in it and everything like that? And then I talked with him and I got one of the full cast metal flying subs instead that was already put together uh, and everything. And I'm like, but he's got a lot of great stuff, Um, you know, for people that love uh, making model kits. It's a fantastic place to go. Yeah, especially for really, really highly detailed um, cause a lot of times when you get the plastic ones or whatever, I'm looking at the, I guess they reissued, um, the deep space nine model that they came out with a few years ago and they reissued that recently. And he's got that there and it's like, Ooh, that's tempting. Even yeah. though I, it's one of those things I have, I actually have models back there that I, I don't think I'll ever put together, but I just, yeah. sometimes I just can't say no to them cause they just look so beautiful. You just imagine there's going to be that time you're like, eh, got nothing to do, which is never. <laughs> and then you're going to build us if it isn't going to happen. So I, yeah. I, yeah. So I got my pre-built metal <laughs> version and like, okay, I'm fine. I'm kind of thinking if it didn't happen during the pandemic where I was forced to be at home and do nothing, I'm like, yeah, it's, really. probably not gonna, it's probably not going to ever happen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. So, but no, it looks, uh, these look great. And look, you know, fellow Lawrenceville guy, I'll support him at all times. And, uh, I'll have to, yeah, I don't know if there's a warehouse though. I guess where the warehouse is. I know there's where that the, is. the warehouse is in Lawrenceville. Yeah. I know where that is. I know where the address, the secret installation. Yeah, I guess so. Bad cave. Um, <laughs> very cool. Um, all right. So um, I will go next, I think. Um, and uh, I have one of the things. Okay. So I get asked. Uh, uh, there's a couple of questions I get asked all the time. One is like, how do you how do you make comics? And the uh, other one is, what is Tiki? Um, uh, there's a really good book on how to publish comics, which... Um, is not currently in print, so I didn't make that part of my um, gift guide. Uh, but the other one, uh, what is Tiki, is easily and affordably answered by a book that is available. Um, it's a book uh, by the publisher Teshin, which I've mentioned before, I think, on the show. I love their arts and photography books. Um, they uh, And Sven Kirsten is the author, and he is the guru of the Tiki movement. Uh, so uh, this book um, was modeled after an exhibition he did in uh, Paris about the Tiki movement in the United States and across the world, but mainly, mainly in the United States. Uh, the original Tiki movement that started in the 30s and went till about the late 70s and then kind of died off and is now we're in the middle of a resurgence. Um, and But if you want to know exactly how it started and how prevalent it was... Um, this is a great book to have. The original book that I have that, uh, I read that came with the, that was accompanying with the Paris installation was a mammoth coffee table size book. I mean, it wasn't just a coffee table. You could use it as a coffee table. Um, this one is much smaller, uh, but it's got the same information. It's got the same photos. Uh, it's in three languages, which is amazing. Um, and, uh, it just looks beautiful. And, 
If there are um, anybody out there who has a question about what is tiki, um, or if there's somebody in your life that, you know, it likes tiki a little bit, has a tiki bar, this is a great thing to add to uh, that um, because this is, this is the best resource that I've ever seen on capturing the entire movement and uh, in, in beautiful pictures as well. Um, and it's amazing to me how, how this movement was so popular uh, back in its day in the 40s and 50s. Um, almost every, every land, everything in the United States had some aspect of tiki influence on it. Um, and, uh, it's just incredible to see how prevalent that was and how much it's died off. Um, some of that stuff still exists somewheres. Um, but, uh, you know, you can find it and this, this book will help you do that as well. Um, it's an amazing book to have. So, um, I actually got the smaller version. Um, the condensed version, we'll say, um, for my birthday uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, I will probably read this one a lot more and use this one as reference a lot more than the big one just because it's easier to handle. So, um, And it's really affordable. I mean, for a, a, a comprehensive book, it's it's 17 bucks. So, um, uh, and it's well worth having on your shelf um, if you're interested in tiki or pop art or just art and stuff. So um, I recommend that. Um, Mike, I think you are. Nope. Mary. Okay. Either one. Which way yes. one you want. You guys can fight it out. No, just kidding. We'll uh, let Mary go first. It's a fight to the death. My next one is Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls, uh-huh. um, which is a gift box set of 200 Tales of Extraordinary Women. Oh, awesome. Uh, which is um, 37 bucks on Amazon. It, it's um, several bucks in the set. But this one is in honor of my mom, who I lost on Thursday. And she was the, the only woman in the class of 1960 at Lowell Technological Institute and graduated with a degree in plastics engineering. That is awesome. She, she instilled in me just a lifelong love of learning and reading. And uh, this is the type of book she would have loved. Um, it, it's just a lovely gift box set. Uh, it contains two volumes, 200 stories, and it inspires girls to um, to dare to dream with, without any limits. And um, they're stories of real women, but told in fairy tale form, uh, including queens, activists, pirates, scientists, inventors, you name it. It's probably in there. And, and also, the books are illustrated by female artists from all over the world. And um, they're just beautifully done. And I think a, a, a great gift for the girl in your life who, um, who needs to be encouraged and to know that she can be whatever she chooses to be, just like my mom taught me. Sounds like a good gift for my daughter, Ava. She probably would love it, dude. She yeah. probably would. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That is cool. And it's a good resource. Uh, you know, I know it's for Rebel Girls, but I think a lot of guys could get a, learn a lot of stuff from reading this stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, probably a lot of those names are not household names. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's amazing when you really start looking into history and you find out how many things were actually invented by women. <laughs> <laughs> and yet it was, uh, you know, covered up or they were pushed to the background. Yeah. Women, or shall we say non-white guys, or shall we just say Thomas Edison? 
<laughs> exactly. Wow. But true, but wow. <laughs> Excellent pick and a nice tribute. Thanks, Mary. Um, and Mike. All right. My next one is for the music lover out there. Um, free. They've been out for about a year or so, but um, our friends over at Apple Computer have actually decided, you know, they've come out with the uh, HomePods, which is pretty much like Alexa or Google Home. But the Apple one is a little bit different because you don't need to have Bluetooth. You don't need to, you know, be connected to anything other than your home Wi-Fi to be able to play off of your phone, per se, or, you know... To listen to, you know, I use it in my, I got one not that long ago because I was in the store and the sound quality blew anything, you know, even the portable speakers off out of the, out of the ballpark. And the thing, the, basically the Apple, the HomePod mini fits literally in the palm of my hand. It's like this big, which is pretty awesome. And it comes in all pretty colors and everything. Well, that wasn't the reason the sound. It was mostly the sound quality. And that way I can sit at my desk and I can have through my phone or my laptop, um, any music I want to be playing and it fills my office and it is, it is the sound quality sounds like it has a subwoofer and it's, it's pretty amazing. And it does, not just it doesn't you don't even have to have apple music or anything you can use your own mp3 player or you could have you know spotify or you could have pandora or whichever one you want and be playing it and it's well, pretty my, mike i was at your house i think you had a jbl was that what you had when i was first over there like four yeah. 43 four years ago i yeah. bought one of those you're saying that the quality of this is noticeable over it, that it blows it away mark wow and and it, I wish it, the only thing I wish it was was wireless, like uh, completely wireless, where uh-huh. you just have to charge the battery every once in a while, like right. those JBLs that we got, right, uh, right, and because that way you could take it to the park with you, or if you you know if I'm at a con and I want to have the podcast playing and people actually hear it and stuff right. like that, it's better to have a portable speaker, but. At the same time, you know, this, you just have to plug in. And that's the one limitation I found with it. And it's awesome. And it does what Alexa also does. You can control, like, things, turn on your lights, turn off your lights. So instead of Alexa, you're going, hey, Siri. Because that's, you know, everyone has that already on their phone anyway. And you can program it to recognize up to six voices. So it's just not... You know, so it's pretty awesome. So if you have kids or if you have other family members and it's or so it's, dogs. or dogs, you know, the dogs could turn on and off the light, which is good. Woof, woof. Well, knowing our dogs, it would probably chew it up. So and t- <laughs> yeah. you know, I was going to say something ball shaped in your house, like, oh, yeah, that's like, <laughs> a ball, a ball, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Don't put it on the floor. <laughs> no, yeah. and no, but it, I, I found this one, you know, better, you know, sound quality wise, because, you know, Apple is working on, you know, just the quality of their audio is just amazing because cool. they bought Beats not that long ago, and so they're putting in that technology also into this. So wow, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, pretty. I awesome. noticed this said it said uh, three hundred and sixty degree audio, which that most things don't have it, and that's probably why it sounds so good. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, you can actually even hook two of these up on either side of your TV, and that would be enough for instead of a soundbar. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. Cool. Because it also runs through, if you have the Apple TV, it'll run through there also. But I'm not 100% sure. I haven't tried to hook it up to the TV. But, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it would it would be amazing. It would be like an amazing home theater. And you can, you know, you can page people through it if, you know, they you have another one in the other house. And you could also sync it that it's playing the same music all the way through your house, too. Right, right. Which is pretty awesome. So, you know, I, th- I thought it was cool. And it's pretty affordable because I know, like, the Amazon Tower or whatever, that's, you know, some that's the sound quality is not even comparable. But, you know, it's the most comparable, closest thing to it. That's going for the cheapest I saw was like 150 100 or sometimes on sale for 129 So Gotcha. Okay, cool. Wow, Apple producing something that's good quality and affordable? What? That's crazy. <laughs> I <minute>. know. Pro- <laughs> Reality shifted. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mind blown. But I am curious. I'm curious. I, uh, I have to check this out as well. Very yes. nice. Very nice. Well, that concludes our fourth round of uh, gift ideas. So uh, we will have our final round of geek gift suggestions right after this. everybody, Michelle here with an Iconic Rock Talk Show moment. If you're looking for gifts for the music lover in your life, including yourself, you're in luck. Lots of opportunities, plenty out there, especially if your giftee enjoys vinyl. Record Store Day Black Friday is back on November 26th. If you go over to recordstoreday.com and click on the link smack in the middle of the homepage, it'll take you right to this year's list, which is very concise but very well curated. There is a little bit of something for everybody across artists and genres. A lot of singles this year. If you're thinking of something a little more high-end, you might want to head over to rhino.com. Uh, Rhino is uh, ordinarily the uh, catalog and budget arm for the Warner Electra Atlantic family of labels. Uh, Their gift guide this year uh, includes a lot of the box sets and a few new releases. Again, uh, something for everybody across artists and genres. A lot of the new box sets that are out. Uh, All the Bowie sets that I've been talking about. uh, Several um, very... Comprehensive Joni Mitchell sets, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Metallica, White Snake, Black Sabbath, uh, new releases from Rod Stewart, Lindsey Buckingham, some indie releases as well. It's a lot of fun to look at, and I guarantee you, spring for one of those box sets, and uh, you've got the wow factor covered. This has been the Iconic Rock Talk Show Moment. We will catch you next time. Hi everyone, it's Nathan, host of the 42Cast. Our second season is just underway, and it's never been a better time to check in on what we're doing. Whether it's talking about the latest movies from the MCU, watching the Arrowverse shows, talking about classics such as Star Trek and Doctor Who, playing 8-bit video games, or sharing celebrity interviews, the 42Cast has something for everyone. So give it a listen, and discover why it's the ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything. 
The 42 Cast is a proud member of the ESO Network. Okay, it feels like uh, the holidays are are almost over by the time we're finished recording this, but uh, uh, we've got one final round of cool ideas to give the geek in your life or to, you know, seek out for yourself. Uh, there's nothing to say that you can't be selfish in this time of year, um, but uh, we're going to start with you, Mark. Uh, what's your final entry? Uh, once again, I don't have a, a specific thing to, to purchase, but... I have started to realize that you can get almost anything you want from anything that you love. So the other day I was looking at this Christmas tree in my studio that is covered with Star Trek and Star Wars items, including a Death Star on the top of the tree. And I looked at Linda and I go, you know, I'm an old man. I need old man stuff. I need older old man stuff. So I just said, I want, Outer Limits Christmas ornaments on there. She goes, I don't think you're going to find those. Well, I just typed in Outer Limits <laughs> Christmas ornament, and while I didn't get Christmas ornaments, a bunch of cool stuff showed up on Etsy. I mean, some of it's fan-produced. Some of it's probably illegal. But I noticed that I started scrolling down the list, and I was finding little toys and stuff inspired by films and things that you would have never in a million years seen uh, in any toy store or anything like the brain creatures from Fiend Without a Face, the ones that fly through the air and lock onto you and suck your brain out. You get a little toy of it for like 20 bucks. And I'm like, what kind of a cool world are we in now? And I'm sure a lot of this stuff is digitally printed out, but they had things like, um, the robots, uh, some of the robots from Silent Running, the Huey, Louie, and Dewey robots, you know, little four-by-four-inch uh, copies of the robots. And I'm like, this is great. For all the stuff we never would have gotten when we were younger, you can, you know, go here and get this this kind of stuff. Um, and that's the thing, the beauty now of the Internet that I'm starting to realize. You just type in something you like and hit the shopping button. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you don't even have to hit Etsy, or so, although there's a lot of that stuff is on Etsy, but you can just hit the shopping button. It'll take you to eBay or take you to Etsy or whatever. And when you look at somebody who you really, you know, you think about somebody you really care about and what they love, uh, we're getting almost down to laser-like precision. You know, I you know typed in Outer Limits, and I got one of those ant monsters from the Zanti Misfits. And it's like, who would have figured that, you know, you could – just type it in and boom, there you go. Something that you would have killed for as a kid. Uh, and so um, I don't have a, mine's just a general statement about being able to shop for stuff and thinking about people and the kind of things that they love, what you can, you can now go out and get them practically anything. It's true. And, you know, licensing issues put aside, <laughs> um, you can, most of the time on Etsy and, and eBay and that kind of thing, you can, uh, you know, you're supporting someone small. You're not, you're not just feeding the corporate machine. Right. Um, which I always like about that sort of thing. And it's a more individualized, more personalized item. It's not just something you can grab at Target or Amazon or something like yeah, that. Never. These are things that like, you know, are, are, are lost in, or in some cases that somebody cared for at some point. And, yeah. uh, and either cared enough to make 
or cared enough to keep around and buy when it originally came out and is now like selling it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, I'm going to piggyback on that too, because my last item actually I did find on Etsy, uh, which um, I don't shop there a lot, but um, I put in uh, just an, I, I, I don't know. I was just looking for stuff. And, and one of the things, like I said, uh, with the pandemic, um, I, I realized that I understood that I really need a good pair of slippers. You know, I don't like to be like going in full shoes or I certainly don't like going barefoot around the house, uh, especially with cats. Cause you never know what you might step into. Um, so it's good to have, it's good to have something on your feet. Um, and as a diabetic, I need something on my feet anyway. So, um, I'm always looking for slipper ideas and I found these, um, back to the future knitted slippers, uh, crochet knitted. Uh, they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, they are great. I Scott. Them, I was like, exactly. <laughs> that was my exact, like great Scott. These are amazing. Wow. Uh, I don't know how, how durable they are. I don't know. You know, I imagine since they are knitted slippers, uh, they are fairly warm. Uh, so it's good for this time of year, even in the South. Cause it's getting, Hey, we went, we went below freezing the other night. So, um, yeah. it gets chilly here too. Um, and our hardwood floors get chilly. So, um, it's nice to have something durable on your feet and Hey, if you look cool as well, so much the better. I mean, Everybody was talking about, I think, when Back to the Future came out, everybody was looking forward to what those shoelace uh, shoe shoe sneakers, right, from uh, from the movie to come out. And Nike finally produced those, I think, a few years ago. And uh, this is just the next step. You know, instead of sneakers, they're, they're slippers that you can just put on and keep your feet warm and protected. So uh, I'm going to put a link in there so people can check them out. I don't. I think this is some sort of uh, company in Taiwan or something. Uh, I don't think this is just like a, you know, an, uh, a lady making them in her back in her in her little, uh, office in uh, Kentucky or whatever. But um, it still looks cool, and uh, you know, uh, it's still not going to the corporate machine. And and like Mark said, there these are specialized items that you would not find anywhere else. And you know, it's just you know, if nobody else wants to put them out, then I'm glad someone is. Uh, so, uh, so that is my pick. Um, just hope go- Nike doesn't find out about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, uh, that's true because they're. Uh, I guess you could say, is that a Nike symbol? Uh, oh, sure, yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> is, oh, is, that a, is, is. Is that a swoosh? <laughs> it's a swoosh. That <laughs> Maybe, is a swoosh. <laughs> they should they should make that put that on with Velcro so you can like remove it if the cops come. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see a swoosh. Rip. Um, all right, Richard, we'll go with your next last pick. All right, last pick here. Um, so this is a site, but I've picked out a product. But um, since I'm a big horror fan, I love and I love T-shirts. I like horror T-shirts. So fright-rags.com is an amazing horror T-shirt site. They have licenses for uh, tons of different properties, um, stuff for attires and, and things like that. So you have to kind of... Uh, you know, get it while it's there. And um, the one I've chosen is Chucky and it's all the sizes are available, which sometimes that's an issue because things sell out pretty quick. 
Um, but this rendition of Chucky is kind of based on the uh, the new TV show, which is fantastic if nobody's watching it here. Um, it's a really, really good follow-up to Chucky, one of my favorite horror movies. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great site. Like I said, they mostly do T-shirts. They do other – sometimes they, they do some other things. They have, like, uh, lounge pants that I've heard are very comfortable. Um, so, yeah, it, if there's a property of horror that somebody you know loves, I mean, they've done all the Halloween movies. Well, yeah, they've done all of them. And yeah. uh, they even have Hammer Films. Um, sometimes the shirts aren't available, but they bring them back. Um, for Hammer stuff, they, they do have a couple of hoodies and a women's shirt. Um, but, yeah, you, you can kind of get lost on it forever. Um, and, uh Yeah. It's a cool site. Cool, yeah. Very cool site. And, yeah, I was looking at uh, some of the items here. The uh, the Bella, the artwork on the Bella Lugosi shirt that they have, which is, um, I guess, authorized by the Bella Lugosi estate. Um, and I do like the fact also oh. that they uh, that they mention and, uh, and, and, and credit the artist that does the artwork. I like that, too. Um, but that looks gorgeous. I think it's... Uh, I have to request a reprint on that as far as my size, but otherwise, I mean, it looks, that looks great. And yeah, they do have a ton of, and they have like other stuff too. Back to the future. They have quite a few back yeah. to the, for, they, they have, look, the they have back to the future. They have back to the future socks. So you can put your, wear yeah. your back to the future socks <laughs> with your back to the future slippers. slippers. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Everything is legit. Um, the, this company uh, officially licenses everything, um, nothing, you know, and yes, they do credit their artists and it, it's a really cool company and just uh, good quality shirts. I mean, they're expensive for shirts. I mean, you're looking at about $30, but they're really, really good quality um, and very, very comfortable. So cool. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Mike, what is your last pick? My last pick is something kind of unexpected for me. You know, we don't do Christmas trees at my house. And, you know, we found out that this year Hallmark was doing Doctor Who. So ornaments, ornaments, folks. They usually do Star Trek. They do some other, you know. But this year, you can actually have Tom Baker on your (laughs) tree. (laughs) You can have the fourth oh, doctor. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. You, you can actually have a five and a half inch Tom Baker, <laughs> you know, uh, with, with his long scarf and everything, you know, with curly hair. You got it. The doctor is there, folks. And it's pretty awesome. But they also have a TARDIS one ornament also that actually makes a uh, parking brake sound. So it's awesome. <laughs> So it's basically the materialization of the TARDIS. If you push the uh, button on the front where the police phone is on the box, it basically makes the TARDIS. And I think the light lights up also. So it's yeah, pretty- very cool. And those yeah, are like these are nice. these are cheaper than their Star Wars or Star Trek ornaments. Too. Mm-hmm. The Doctor Who <laughs> one is only twenty dollars, and the TARDIS is twenty five. And you could actually still find them in the store. Wow. Yeah, I bought some of the. I bought uh, like the Sigourney Weaver and the claw suit from Aliens, and I bought the Blade Runner and stuff like that. And those aren't too, but some of them get, can get pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. So 20, de- 20 bucks is not bad at all. Mm-hmm. The detail on these are wonderful too. 
Yeah. So yeah. definitely worth it. checking out. A really nice yeah. mirror Spock. It, yep. uh, it's interesting that they, uh, I guess it's their first one. They're going with Tom, which is kind of interesting. Um, you would think that they would, uh, what, pick t- either the current doctor or something from somebody from do who, but Tom still is like the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure next year we'll have a K nine. So it'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, uh, you know, I think that you need one more signature to license that guy out. Right. Uh, exactly. Well, it'd be awesome if we could get a TARDIS treetop, that would be really cool. Yes. Tardis treetop, and then have, have a have a scarf go all the way around. <laughs> they they wow. do have a weeping angel treetop. Oh, do they? Yeah, you they just do. you just it's it disappears though when you blink. You know, <laughs> yeah, you problem. just have to keep looking. At it. <laughs> don't blink. I hope, I hope that I, don't get those Christmas lights that blink. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Wait, the lights turn. Where did the treetop go? Did you see? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be spending Christmas in what, 1908 or something. Right, right. Yeah. You'll actually be spending Christmas with Dickens. It's okay. Exactly. You have to go find Amy and Rory. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. That's very cool. I did not know that they were making those. Damn it. Now I'm uh, <laughs> killing me. You're killing me. Mary, let's finish this out. All right. Well, unsurprisingly, my. Uh, Pick is also Etsy oriented, <laughs> and uh, it is. I I love steampunk, uh, steampunk artwork, and uh, I just think it's. Yeah, you know, there's just so much intricate, cool, fantastic stuff out there. I've always wanted like a steampunk keyboard, hook up to the laptop. But what I chose is a little more reasonably priced, which is a steampunk mechanical dragonfly. That is forty bucks on Etsy. Oh, that is just, awesome! It's just yeah. it's beautiful. Oh, the price wow. is beautiful, and they also uh, have tons of other choices: a praying mantis, spiders, jellyfish, scorpions, octopus. You name. I like it. the duck. I like the what would be a rubber duck, but it's a mechanical, <laughs> but it's a metal punk. duck. Yeah, it's nice looking. Yeah, they have a lot of nice stuff on here. Um, the Etsy shot is luck. Like, shop is luck art home if anybody wants to go look and um you know if you if if you're anybody if you know anyone who loves the steampunk aesthetic they're they're gonna have a lot of fun with anything from here and the prices are quite quite reasonable and uh really nicely um made and you know it has the shop has very good reviews and so it's pretty high quality and so i think people would enjoy it yeah they look really good They do. They look really intricate and 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 lovingly handmade. Um, yeah, that's what I like the, about this it, Etsy stuff is that you really are like, would we have found this walking through the mall? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, unless they had it in one of those kiosks in the center of the mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of those, uh, some of those insect and spider things though look creepy. So I don't, I don't know if I trust them. You don't. Have. You didn't say I'm that like about scared. Chucky, but you say that about the <laughs> Well, that that Chucky uh, print looked pretty uh, pretty like life and detailed as well. So it looked like he was ready to come out of the shirt on that too. So you're right there. Um, but no, that's very cool and that very nice, a unique piece. That's one of those conversational pieces that you know exactly. Someone sees and goes, "What is this?" or inspires you know i see something like that and i'm like man if i you know 
definitely look at that and go, I'm going to write a story about that. So Absolutely. Um, very nice. Very nice. And a uh, nice way to end our geek gift guide review this year. Um, it's been a lot of fun and a lot of like, a lot of things are added to my list. A lot of website stores are now added to my um, eyes list. Uh, as far as uh, I know, my want list is going to be even larger now. Thank you guys. Um, and for those people out there, you know, uh, I, Mike said that you can send us feedback, um, but you can also send us these gifts. So if, you know, uh, you can just look at the uh, ESO uh, P.O. box, uh, send them there, and uh, we will gladly accept them. Uh, we are not proud at all. Um, but <laughs> we're very happy and proud to give you this episode. I thank you guys all for participating, and uh, we will be right back to close out the show. Oh, Spotty Bell, Spotty Bell, swinging through Midtown. Oh, what fun to sling a web and take the bad guys down. Spotty Bell, Spotty Bell's quipping all the time. Oh, what fun to swing around New York while fighting crime. Whipping through the streets of New York. Welcome to a Geek Girl's Take. I'm your host, Angela, and today this Geek Girl is talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Disney Plus Day was Friday, and that meant a bunch of new movies and shows on Disney Plus dropped, which meant I finally got to see Shang-Chi, since it did not play at my drive-in theater, and that's the only theater I've been going to at the moment. I have been waiting to see this movie ever since it came out, and I was so incredibly excited for it, and it did not disappoint. It was so good. The acting was fantastic, the opening of the film was beautiful and so much like a Chinese drama, and it was just gorgeous. Overall, this had to probably be one of my favorite Marvel medias that has come out in the last two years. I love the TV shows, but this movie was just wonderful. And also, I really, really, really love Morris. He is so darn cute. The fight scenes and the action scenes in general were amazing and beautiful. I also really loved how we got a lot of the mystical creatures in this film as well, since to me, they added a ton visually when Shang-Chi and friends were at their mother's village. I also really enjoyed the two Wong scenes that we got. The ending scene had me rolling, and I'm excited to see how Shang-Chi will play a part in the other Marvel films going forward, since we're getting so much in the coming like next couple years, we really don't know exactly what's going to be happening. So I'm excited to see what part he will play. Thanks for listening to A Geek Girl's Take. What will I talk about next week? Well, you're going to have to listen to find out. Before we get out of here, let's, of course, say hey to our sponsor, of course, Inked Marketing. Inked Marketing is bringing you from Stone Harbor Comics, our friend Royce Atkins, Biopunks. Biopunks is a sci-fi action story about three physically altered subjects who gain special powers from an experimental procedure meant to cure them. Now they band together to fight off a relentless force who seeks to harness the source of their power, the Spinal Core. Check out, of course, at inked.pub, Stone Harbor Comics. Check it out. It's a really fun adventure. And Royce was a great, great guy. So, you know, definitely help him out. It definitely, his comics look amazing, and he has some great artists working with him. I think, you know, it's going to be fun stuff to see what they come up with. 
So thanks, of course, to Ink Marketing. Check them out, folks. Definitely worth it. And now let's thank our, of course, our guest for tonight. We made it through the gift guide, guys. We did it. And I, and I actually think in record time. You know, usually we, we usually go at least another hour or so. So I think count yourself lucky at home. Of course, let's thank our guests, Mr. Mark Maddox. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Anything you want to shout out about? Um, I got to admit, I'm pretty excited. Anybody saw my Facebook post tonight of a 7% Solution movie poster that I got for five freaking bucks off of face, off of eBay. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I'm going to have that one ready to be signed by Nicholas Mayer, Meyer, however you say his name, uh, at Wonderfest uh, next June. He will be the head guest, and I'm pretty darn excited about meeting him and uh, probably get four or five other things signed while I'm at it. Uh, the convention's fantastic, and they will also, at this point, their other guest at this point is Greg Nicotero, who is basically Quentin Tarantino's head makeup effects guy. So there should be a lot more people added onto the roster, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That is awesome, dude. Definitely, definitely check that stuff out. And, of course, thanks for being here tonight. We do I, appreciate it. I appreciate it, Guy. I really do. And let's thank Richard. Richard, my friend, even though you're no longer part of ESO, we still love you, man. <laughs> I'm there in spirit. I'm always there in spirit. Dude. Right, thank you so much for having me on uh, tonight, and I'm glad technology allowed me to uh, to do so. Mm. You were so disappointed last year when you couldn't join oh, us. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to shout out about stuff, my friend? Yeah, yeah. So uh, real quick, they, uh, I have a weekly horror podcast called Night of the Nerdy Laser, uh, where we talk and spoil movie horror movies from all sorts of different um, eras and decades. Um, but the main thing I want to talk about is FrankenCon. Uh, it's a convention, a horror-based convention that me and some uh, partners are putting together here in the Knoxville area. Um, so you can visit frankencontn.com, and you can also follow that on Instagram and Twitter. It's going to be at the Knoxville Hil Airport Hilton. We're going to have Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy. Uh, we're going to have... Um, uh, Nigel Bach from the Bad Ben series. We've got over 40 vendors. Uh, Mr. Howdy Gordon, uh, Tiki Zombie himself will be there too. Uh, so you can meet him and, and pick up some stuff. Uh, so we've just got a big, uh, big day. It's a one day convention. We have, um, hotel rates. Uh, it's just going to be a really fun time. So, uh, just follow FrankenCon TN on Instagram and Facebook and you'll get all the information there and like i said the website as well i'm uh and richard very excited. richard you and i need to talk if you're a monster guy <laughs> i'm a monster guy i matter of fact i already yeah. looked at i seriously looked at frank and con uh on facebook and was like i don't know if i'd be doing it this year but i i am very oh. interested in coming up there sometime and, nice, and, nice. I, yeah, and I should yeah. also be on your podcast because nobody can talk about monsters as long as as long winded as I am. So. <laughs> that, I can, just, we can vouch for that, man. We totally <laughs> can vouch for that. <laughs> we'll, get, uh, we'll get Mark and uh, John Morgan Neal together, and uh, it'll just be their show forever. They'll yes. Just never <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. But, I'm really excited for the con. I'm. Uh, it's one of the ones that, that I've signed up for. The definite ones that I've signed up for next. 
next year, and I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Oh, I, might yeah, up, I might ride up there with you, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's one day, so it's you know it's uh, we are planning another one um, probably in 2023. That'll be a two day show. So we'll, okay. but we're taking baby steps, and we'll talk <laughs> about that next year. Cool. Yes. And Mary Ogle, thank you, thank you for being here tonight. I know, you know, it's always great to be for have you around anyway. And it must have it, been tough. It, yeah, this this year has been a tough one for me, but but for a lot of people too. Oh, and I did. I want to say a lot of people have asked me about the book I was working on. I it's it is still happening. Um, life got in the way. Um, as 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 I pointed out, my mother died recently, and it was a uh, you know just uh, we had to do a lot of caregiving this year, and that set me back. But I just got a whole bunch of edits. Um that I'm going to be working on. So the book is in progress and it, and it will happen. I don't know exactly when, <laughs> but it, it is being worked on. So um, I wasn't lying. <laughs> I guarantee it's going to come out uh, probably sometime mid, mid next year and a, a good fantasy adventure, which I hope, I hope people are going to like. That is awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and of course we can always see you up on earth station who, Absolutely. And you can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Fantastic. And Mr. Mike, we've made it through another one, my friend. We did. And as always, it's my pleasure. Anything you got to shout out about, sir? I think I say that so many times and it comes so handily uh, automatically to me that people don't think I mean it, but I really do mean it. It's always my pleasure to do this show, and especially um, when we do special shows like this. Um, But... um, uh, shout out, um, this weekend I had my, uh, COVID-19 Moderna booster shot. Yay. Um, and, uh, I got that done with some, uh, you know, it took me out of it for about 24 hours, but then I was, it wasn't, it was just mild. It wasn't really anything to, to, to crabble about, um, considering the benefits. So I'm going to give a shout out to Publix, uh, the pharmacy department for making it really easy and friendly. And then you didn't even have to sign up. It was just a walk-in. I'm sure it's different in other places, but, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Moderna for making the damn vaccine. <laughs> um, and I'm going to give a shout out to everybody else. Who's just, who's working to make this available and, and, get that out there. I mean, uh, even while I was there, there were some people that are getting their shots for the first time and it's not too late for anybody out there. I mean, if you don't have your shot, it's get your shot. I mean, we, I know two people who have gotten the vaccine that this week contracted COVID and it took them, it took them down, but it would have been even worse if they didn't have the vaccine in them. Um, just because you have, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're impervious. Uh, That's not how it works. Right. Um, It probably saved my aunt's life. Like she's 75 and she got COVID. She had all the shots and she, she had very little effects and she is the target age. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look at her her friend, Scott Vigay. He got it. He had both Mm -hmm. shots. And, you know, it it could happen to anyone. It's like when you get a flu shot. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get the flu. It 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 means you're not going to get it as bad. Exactly. And it's the same thing with COVID. And the booster uh, is just going to help it, what you have, along. And and our thoughts go out to Van Allen Plexico, our good friend, who's currently dealing with COVID for a second time. Wow. uh, But, uh, yeah, I didn't want it. I don't want it. Uh, And I'm glad we have this option 
So thank you, Moderna. Thank you, Publix. Thank you, CDC. Thank you, everybody, for making this readily available and free. Uh, Which is no even better. What. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. No, definitely, folks, as we like to say, it doesn't hurt to get – it hurts to get a shot. Ow. But it's gone, <laughs> and, you know. And, you know, it could save your life, folks. And, you know, it's – it's crazy, and but that's not going to be my shout out. I don't want to get into it because I can go on for another hour talking about those people. But um, this last weekend, a couple you know big events happened for me. Um, one of my friends, Sue Volker, actually got to be a cover girl for the first time um, for this book called Athens Up, and it is talking all about the Athens music scene all the way from the 1960s, all the way up until the mid-90s. And it features all the different uh, concert covers that they did and posters. It's a poster art book, basically. And it is beautiful, folks, if you guys can take a peek at it. And we were lucky enough to be able to go to the book uh, signing and the party for the book being released. And our friend Sue was actually on the back cover and it was cause she was, you know, very big into the music scene back in the eighties. And so as a poster, a picture of her back then with, you know, all the different posters on the walls and everything of all the different bands. So it was pretty awesome. And so it was neat to see and got to meet a lot of the, um, probably eighties and seventies Athens music scene folks who were involved with it at the party. And it was, it was just awesome. And I just had a, you know, it was nice to do. And then we got to go see live music again. Last night, we got to go see Ben folds with the Atlanta symphony orchestra. And it was amazing. If you ever get a chance to see Ben either with the the, symphony in your town or by himself, he is a true entertainer and fun as huck to go see. And he doesn't pull punches or anything. Um, he, you know, curses, he, you know, yells, tells stories that sometimes are a little too personal, but it's, you know, but it's fun. And it's any chance you get to go see live music folks. It's always great and helps yeah, support it. Pictures you posted from there and, oh. uh, it looked like you had a good, good. time. I'm just yeah. surprised like from where your seats were that you could see him. Okay. Oh dude. Yeah. You know, <laughs> dude, I, I can count how many nose hairs he <laughs> has. Did you, can you tie his shoes? Oh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing uh Adidas socks. I did find that out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty awesome. We had front row seats and we just got very lucky to get those. And it was, it was an amazing show. And I think, I think our next one is probably early December. We're going to go see a Beatles tribute band. So it's pretty cool. So should be a ton of fun. And so definitely, you know, go out, enjoy stuff, make that a gift for somebody. Take them to go see live music. It's always great to do. And, you know, that's, you know, appreciated. It's more about the experiences sometimes than even having physical stuff, you know, stuff, you know, is cool. But the memories you get for going to see music or going to a a museum or going to a park or going on a trip, that's going to last a lifetime, folks, you know, and that's the best part about it. So speaking of joining us for a lifetime, how about let's talk a little bit about the afterlife a little bit, because next week... Our favorite ghost hunters are going to be back. That's right. 
in a new generation, we are going to go see and talk all about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Can't believe that's out fi- coming out finally. It was that's another one that was pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I am real excited about seeing that one. So definitely join us for that. Of course, like we've said a couple times, we want to hear from you guys. Please write us feedback at earthstation1.com. We definitely would love to hear from you guys and talk, you know, what what gifts are you guys looking forward to? What, you know, are you guys looking forward to for the rest of the year, for the holidays and stuff? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? You guys go and see your family? Are you guys going to be, you know, hibernating or just, you know, hanging out and watching football or watching movies or watching, you know, Charlie Brown? You know, it's all pretty cool stuff coming up. So, as always, thanks for listening to the Earth Station One podcast. We're powered by NSC. You can find them at nsclivetv.com. Remember, you could also find Earth Station One wherever fine podcasts are found, including now Amazon Music. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about us. Yep, we're not too proud. On behalf of myself, Mr. Mike Faber, talk, and of course, Mr. Mike Gordon, Mary Ogle, Richard Yule, and of course, the legendary artist, Mark Maddox. Thank you for listening to Earth Station One. We will see you here again next week. Please hug your loved ones. Take it easy. And please, like Mike said, let's get vaccinated, folks. We will see you here next time. Peace. And we are done. You've been listening to the Earth Station One podcast, a show by fans for fans. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our show up on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are found. While you're up there, please rate us and remember to leave feedback. It would greatly be appreciated. And remember to tell your friends all about us while you're at it. Earth Station One is available on most social media sites where you can join some really great topics or chats. Help support our show by shopping through our Amazon.com link or purchasing very cool ESO Network clothing and merchandise at our Tee Public store. Links to both are found on the top of our ESO Network webpage. Become a patron of the ESO Network by backing us up on Patreon for as little as 25 cents a week. Go to patreon.com slash ESO Network to sign up. We want to hear from you. Please write us at earthstation1 at esonetwork.com or call us at 404-963-9057. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time here on the Earth Station One podcast. Peace, and we're done. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.